0: Yes, not necessarily specific investigative powers, but yes, we want more powers. I'll give an example. Um, When somebody has not submitted for no for no reasonable cause, the law only says we are supposed to, of course, uh, uh, make recommendations for dismissal to relevant authorities. When we say relevant authorities, it depends on the employment hierarchy of the particular institution. If it is a ministry, the relevant authority there is the principal. So we write the PS. If it is a chief executive of a parastatum, depending on the dictates of the law governing that parastatal We may write the chairman of the board of directors. If it is a minister, we know the appointing authority is the president. We write the president to remove that person from that position. It's just an example, an example of powers. If if it's to do with the let's say fraud, and we think there is need for investigation. We don't have investigative powers, but we push to our relevant, in this case, sister institutions, to investigate and subsequently prosecute. So, the limitation comes in whereby that authority is not acting on our recommendations. That's where the limitation is. So, your next question would be, now, in this particular case, you give an example of the powers that you want to have in that particular case, one of them would be saying if the law clearly stipulates that if the director does not get any response within 40 days, for example, within 14 days, does not get any response within 14 days, then the director should do a, we are together, That's, 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 that's the limitation. But in this case, the law does not say anything. The recommendation ends there. Whether one acts on it or not, it's none of uh, it's not within the power of the director. Blah, blah, blah. So it's true that the powers are limited. Should the director have investigated the powers? We have uh, done some on uh, how some institutions, similar institutions elsewhere, work. Well, Investigation is, uh, is a colossal one, which, on its own, if you are aware, here in this country, we have even an institution specifically doing it. So, what matters is that level of authority is to pick up from where we are stopped. Investigation and prosecution may even block the functions of the institution. It means we are supposed to. And we have made even duplicate what other institutions are already doing. So we may not necessarily say we want those specific investigative or prosecutorial, but we would say it's better the working in your relationship with those other institutions have to be embedded in the law to the extent that it is seamless. That's uh, what uh, one would say. Also uh jump to the next one, the independence. Yeah, uh on this one, uh I have to be honest. Um since we started, we have had no interference, especially political interference. No political interference. The reason is very simple because we are we report to a multi-party platform. It's very difficult, very difficult for just one political entity to influence you. And at level zero. This institution, the question will be: What is their interest? You know how politicians are. What is their interest? I'm going all the people with the business. We now have to That's why, let, let me be honest. Have to buy a failure. you direct government decisions. Iyo. And I'm going to. I'm It means even when you're move a motion in Parliament to dissolve the institution, because now we are being used for this can even move emotion, and you know how parliament works. Uh, Most of you do cover parliament. Parliament, anything can happen. One can move emotion on the floor and say, I think he's is his woman. Something like that. But we are very independent, at least from the political viewpoint, we are independent. But you'll be surprised to note that uh, much of the challenges we are getting, is much of my bureaucrats, servants. Default rate, you might servants, not politicians. Um, that's our record, at least that's what our record shows. You might recover servants. But not politicians. And that is, independence is still there. How do we do the verification? We well, have got a verification manager Mr. Zaible Mr. Zaible tackled this person. Ah yes. Uh, education, verification, how how do we do it? In Mr. Zaipa will tap it the one the manager responsible for verification. I think so. He will tackle on that. But let me just finish those uh, the other things. Maybe Mr. will come on yeah? Considering uh, the number of the little public officers, do we verify all of them? Maybe Mr. will also tackle that one because the one responsible for that. Do we have enough staff to do the verification? Yeah, that's also his domain. He uh, also sort of do uh, do that. Is our office fully financed to execute uh, our functions? The one responsible for finance is this one, Mr. Vincent Wanya. We really have uh, uh, we have the financial support uh, from the treasury uh, in order to execute our, um, our our mandates. The public access. Uh, how would we ensure that it is done? The public access. How would we ensure uh, that it is done? I think the this one, the deputy director uh, made the presentation. The third one on this one. I think he uh, he will tackle uh, that one. So I think Mr. Survivor has a, uh, at least a, a plateful. So even the last one, it's on the What uh, do we do? With the information after the application. So, maybe that one I think will leave it to me as an attempt at the last one. But maybe allow me, uh, colleagues, to uh, request uh, the team uh, to respond to those very quickly and good questions. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Director. Um, there's a question which says uh, how do we verify the information? <coughs> Let me state that um, before we start we'll find the content of the, the information, or the information in the declaration form, we also define that all the listed public officers who by law are supposed to declare they are done so and within the form law. So that's also one aspect of verification. How we do that after closing uh, the window of receiving declarations, Each particular year, we write circulars to all the MDs requesting for their staff returns. We are indicating the names of all officers, their positions as well as their grades. So once we receive them at our office, we do an analysis whereby we extract all the names, uh, which I mean whose positions. Uh, on the first year, or in other words, whose positions uh, are supposed to be there, has as per the asset declaration Now, when we extract those names, we compare with the names in our database. So, all those names which are missing they are the ones which we know that they, they do not declare. So, that's one aspect of uh, verification. The second aspect of verification is your, uh, the physical verification. Uh, let me uh, state that uh, physical verification is a learning and a rigorous process. It's not an nice easy job. Uh, I will give you a uh, procedure on how we do uh, this particular activity. The first thing is uh, 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 we do sampling. The, the reason why we do sampling is that we cannot verify all the, 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 office, the uh, officers uh uh that we, we I mean, that declare the has its office because there are more than 10,000. But our office we only have two officers who are in the verification department. Now uh sampling is done using the criteria which we set and which followed the international best practices. Uh, first thing is uh, uh we look at the as the director pointed out uh, we do it uh, random sampling, uh, we also look at the complex. Uh, we also look at what the papers are written in the media as well, as the social media, uh, and also well, public access. If people have access to declarations and they, uh, they have noted that there is a difference in terms of what they know and what the officer declared. Uh, they give us a tip uh, to say, can you uh, verify this particular officer? So that's the uh, one of the, I mean, that's the way we sample. Probably the last one is we also check the declarations across the years of uh, that particular officer to check if there's any significant increase in assets. So if you note that uh, there's such observation in the declarations, we also take that particular officer among the list of people to be verified. So that's the simple part. The next thing that we do is uh, we write notices. Uh, the purpose of writing notices is to inform the particular professor that he or she has been chosen uh, to be verified. And uh, we also uh, detail in the notice uh, uh, what he has to prepare for
2: the exercise.
1: For example, uh, we, we, we inform him or her that uh, we need to see all his assets which he or she declared. We also need to see the, uh, the documents and all that. Uh, that's the, the that's another step that we do. for sending them notices. Uh, the other step that we do is we write to uh, various registries, both public as well as private registries like SCOM, what about uh of uh, road uh, uh, traffic, uh. So we take we take all the names that we have sampled and send them to those particular registries for so them to give us any asset which appear under their name. So uh once they do that, uh give us the feedback. Uh, the next thing is, uh, we do one site inspection, as I said already, that we go and we visit the, the, the place where the assets are, whether in Kalonga or Angeles, to go there and do a physical check. Once uh, there, we also do some activities like we take photos of the, the assets. Uh, we also do uh, some interviews at the end of the uh, our on-site inspection. Uh, you may wish to note that when uh, we're not doing like, physical verification on-site inspection, you may find that one person has good assets across the country. So it means uh, he or she has to be done it separately. We can't combine with the others who might have their assets at one particular geographical location. So that is resource intensive, uh, as you may have said. The other state is also right write the financial intelligence authority to give uh, bank statements of the, the officers whom we have chosen, uh, spanning for maybe seven years. So, what comes there is, uh, is uh, the information that you receive is overwhelming, uh, maybe covering over 1,000 pages. Um we we have noted that we have a challenge because uh, some, some information that we get from uh, uh, FIA is given in PDF format. So it's not easy to analyze that particular information. Uh, it mean it becomes problematic. Um having gathered all the information, uh, we we sit down and do analysis, if we find the financial information we compare the assets which he or she declared with what we have found from the registries and the, uh, make our own uh, findings. Yeah. If you see that there are some discrepancies, we call that person for a second interview for clarification. Because uh, though we might find some discrepancies, for example, with the, uh, the vehicles at road traffic, it might be possible that the vehicles sold, but. No change of ownership was done. So the name still appears with this particular office. So it is during this interview that um, we call, I mean, that, 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 that person was supposed to clarify whether the vehicle is still his or was it disposed of. So basically, that's uh, uh, the procedure which we use when we are doing uh, uh, physical verification. Now there was an issue of money power, I think I've already had one, but we don't have uh, money power at the moment. Uh, as I said, there's only two officers in the department. So in most cases, we we use officers from the other departments to help us with this particular activity. But in some cases, uh, sometimes quality might be compromised, but we we'll still make sure that the, uh, we do uh, a good job um there was a question of uh, some uh, former cabinet ministers who appeared to have under-declared their assets but the office did not do anything as I said we use random sampling uh maybe at that particular time they were missed out uh, that's why maybe you will noted that uh, uh, some of these uh, people uh would not uh, do physical verification because it depends uh, if you, if your if, if your name has been found when you're doing uh, sampling. That's when we we take our action. So uh, I think uh, that's all that I had on uh, uh, physical verification. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Mr. Saiba, There is also another question on the Do we have enough resources? to conduct verification of 15,000 pass officers.
0: Uh, thank you so much uh, for that question. Uh, I think, as it has been alluded to, the major function. One of the major functions at our directorate is verification. And the uh, physical verification requires a lot of resources because as the manager responsible for verification and monitoring as indicated, uh, you don't just verify at one place. I mean, there are so many parameters that are involved in order to verify the uh, physical assets, and there are a lot of activities that are involved. Uh, we have stopped of uh, doing the sampling, you know, uh, sending letters to those people to be verified, uh, actual uh, physical verification, but also uh, financial analysis, as well as the uh, compilation of report, And also sometimes we engage other experts, especially when we do not have capacity in the field in which the verification is done. And you find that the verification, as I've indicated, is not only done at one place. You find that an officer is based in a long way, has access his surgeon, and you have also to call to Zuzu. So it requires a lot of resources. However, uh, let me indicate here that the resources haven't been adequate indeed uh you 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 might be aware that uh, since uh, we started as a directorate you now our initial budget for uh, the activities of the directorate was only 120 million of course, our budget has grown and uh, approximately 700 something in already of which uh, probably verification alone we need the uh, around 100 million but you find that on an annual basis what is allocated to that particular activity is just around maybe 30 million. That's a budget allocation. But sometimes also we don't receive funding equivalent to that amount. Maybe we receive around 20 million and maybe 15, uh, 15 million. So, in a nutshell, the resources are not really adequate looking at the magnitude you know, of the activity uh, pertaining to uh, verification. Yeah, so uh, probably that's why. And we have prioritize the assets that we're supposed to verify and find that in terms of the percentage of the number of declarations that we do against the number of people that have declared, it's quite minimal. And the, I think it doesn't really help. So, uh, just to answer the question, we don't really have adequate resources. And that's why actually now we're engaging our development partners probably to assist us to ensure that this particular activity or function is actually uh, effectively and efficiently executed. Thank you.
3: Yeah, there was a question on public access configuration. Yeah, um, uh, thank you for that question. I think, uh, I didn't get the media house. ready. okay, thank you so much. Um, yeah, so, Number one, one has to uh, make an application uh, for public access. That application is not confidential. The only time it will be made public is unless that particular application is subject to judicial review proceedings or that information has been misused by the one that is making that application. So confidentiality is there. Uh, again, I did mention that in the event that there is a refusal, that communication should go to the applicant within 14 days uh, with reasons given of why it has been refused. And uh, some of those reasons deal with privacy, security, and uh, that is similar. I hope that answers the question. I don't, I don't know if
2: we... Yeah, maybe just in addition, just to apply the response from the duty. Everyone is, as long as you're Malawian, you are free to access these documents. They are public documents. However, there is a process which is supposed to be followed. There is a form which you're supposed to apply. And the director, depending on the reasons which you're given, can either grant you access or refuse access. So basically, you're free to come to our office and access these documents upon application. That's why probably you're seeing some declarations of the president in the newspapers. Those people went to the office and they accessed those declarations. Yeah, so everyone is free to access upon application and will be responded to within 14 days as stipulated in the law. Yeah, so let's move on.